Hey everyone and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And we have a return of Sam this week. We have some uh, apologies to do for last week because we were sick. Uh, never fun, but that is what happened. We get a little World Cup talk because, you know, that's going on as we were talking during the show. So Christmas parties, birthday parties, other fun things that are being crammed in right before the Christmas holidays or the holidays in general. Well, here's the show. In the national anthems, bangers. Yeah. All, oh, all. I, the peacock is not giving me that kind of love at present time. Oh, you, oh, this this will be fun to do a a, a, a live play by play. So given that I'm a few seconds ahead of you. Oh, you are now. It's like well, I'm just doing it on network TV. So ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you are a bit ahead. So they're yeah. just doing the lineups right now. So for those of you who are tuning in to uh, what happened to us, uh, Nate and I are recording Wednesday afternoon at 11 p. 11 a.m. Yeah. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, one yep. o'clock. One o'clock, yes. Very and good. We you are, know your time zones. Yes, I do. I'm fairly familiar with them. And we are recording during the quarterfinal match. No, oh, semifinal match. Semifinal. France and Morocco. So um, you're going to get a little commentary here and there throughout mm-hmm. the episode. Uh, Except what's going to make it super awkward is I'm about five seconds ahead of him because okay. of uh, because of uh Wow. streaming streaming v cable issues so i'm in the future uh, well i'm already in the future because i'm obviously two hours ahead of you yes um yeah so you know uh it's... Well, by the way i can't go back i've i've come to this Beware. conclusion folks uh if you're going to watch a soccer match or a football match you cannot watch it by english broadcasters like american speaking broadcasters it is god awful oh, no. um i've I have my new hook. It's the peacock. It is the Spanish version. Uh, can't go back. Don't know what the hell they're saying. All I know well, is the you, excitement you know the one word the that build. they say, which is that's all that you only there's the one word that it's all you need is them yelling goal for, for five minutes minute. straight. Yeah, because it's fantastic. Oh, my God. Yesterday I watched the uh, I, I, I've been watching them in English just because it's it's easier. Or right. not, not in England. Rather, I've been watching them on network TV. Yeah, you're is... right. It's not even. I would. I could deal with like British announcers. Yes, the Americans. They do the similar awful. thing that the Spanish yeah. do. They, they. Oh yeah. They tell you. They paint a picture of what's going on oh, in the field. The, the legend Ray Hudson. <sighs> I could listen. I could listen to him do, and he's obsessed with Messi, which it makes it even funnier. Um. Yeah, the Americans are the worst. Oh, I've. Uh, I remember making a comment last World Cup. Or was it the Euros? It, one or the other. And I forget which female commentator it was. And I feel bad for making it, but it was, it made me miss Balboa, the uh, the old defender from the 94 team. Mar- Marcelo Balboa? Yes. Was that his name? And like, he yeah. couldn't, you know, they can't talk. They sit there mm-hmm. and they let the play, they watch it. They don't commentate on it. They, I'm fine when they do that. When they just let it breathe and don't talk, I'm good with that. Yeah, but when you're listening to it on the radio, which is... Oh no! Times. No, yeah, you need you need a, you need a visual aid for uh, sure. That's the problem is the American radios go to the broadcast. So mm. if you're driving and you're listening to it, it is just silence for the majority of the drive. And you're like, like, can you yeah, at least get a radio commentator? Bring someone over it, from England, pay them a lot. Yeah, well, the well, two things. The one sport for me that I think is the the that is best or easiest for radio is baseball. Mm. Baseball's great on the radio because it doesn't move very fast. No. And and they have like Vin Scully, they have time to talk between Oh, pitches. and they tell great stories. Especially yeah, Scully. Yeah. Scully was notorious so- for his soccer. Stories. I was really impressed with the uh the Croatia match uh because of all the um 
I mean, as one would guess, every single player on Croatia's last name is some version of Chich at the end. Yes. Like, or Itch. Well, it's like Sun in Iceland. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like there's Modric and something Itch, another Itch. And the the guy who was calling the game was very good. Like, he was getting the, you know, getting the names down perfectly. Who's who's really good at it is, uh, you know, friend of our, a friend of our our show, Levitard, uh, Chris Whittingham. Oh, yes. He's a fantastic at calling games. Well, that's the thing. It's like I've gotten to the point now where I, I've started doing this in just for like the Thursday night games or whatever I can get on my TV, which is, you know, via Peacock and Amazon Prime. Uh, there are YouTubers who do play by play and hmm. they're more entertaining than the actual play by play people. And um, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So, yeah. I've got I've gone there. Uh, it's like the what is it? Uh, two guys in sports coats or whatever the hell it is. Men and Blazers. Men and Blazers. That's what it is. You're close. Yes, <laughs> I was way off. You're uh, you're like the 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 knockoff version. You're like the Prado instead of Prada. Maybe just a, the two men in jackets or something. Whatever yeah, you just said. Maybe t- uh, sports coats. And that's maybe she she be our show going forward. Two men in sports coats. I well, like it. You know me. I've always been thinking about like maybe we should uh, transition the the uh, what happened to us to yelling at clouds. Mm, uh, phase like of the show. Um, I've just like, you know, eh, the show is the show. But enough of I, us I've, rambling. I've been your re- <laughs> good luck. You're gonna get another fifty minutes of rambling. Um, I've been finding, you know, part of the thing about the World Cup, even if you don't like soccer, just the geopolitical implications. Not even geopolitical so much, although there were some of that with like Iran uh-huh. versus America. Uh, but some of the just the historical, like right now, France, Monaco. Uh, Monaco, 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 excuse me. If Monaco excuse made me. it, that'd be impressive. That'd be a, for yeah, square mile country. That'd yeah. be pretty impressive. Um, you know, Morocco was a colony of the French. Like, there's a lot going on there. Uh-huh. You know, just like if Argentina had ended up playing England, a lot going on in there. Uh, hell, Wales, England, a lot going on there. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, I you know, it doesn't. I'm sure. I mean, well, no, if you want to Mor- get to the, the, the history of Morocco and France is is kind of pretty far removed, but I don't know what the Moroccans feel about the French. I, I, they're probably not the the biggest fans. It's like no. anyone who's con- been conquered by another country, they're like, yeah. In a lot of the African countries, they they still have to go, um, like for oil or anything else. They have first. France has first rights, and they can also tell tell them no when it comes to trading internationally speaking yeah, so that seems that seems that seems like that would well go that's well, the deal that they, well. they had put in place so you know france is kind of a oh 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 do we have a well no? well morocco is um uh oh geez yeah they, uh, oh there it is their oh, first goal shit. that was impressive yeah um Four minutes well, Mor- morocco's five. getting some historical revenge given that their last three was it three win um they're go. They're just working their way through the Iberian Peninsula, beating yeah. Spain, beating Portugal, Portugal, and now playing France. Uh, they're just working their way uh, east through Europe, which is pretty impressive. So you know they're 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 getting some revenge, I suppose. I will say this much: uh, the Welsh are all behind Morocco at present time. Uh, I was trying to figure out like there was there was a connection there, and it was the di- like the tactician director, the director of like one of the directors uh, left the Welsh squad to head up Morocco's. During the year after the Euro run, so it's uh, it. I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. But you know, you I you kind of just kind of assume that like the manager of it of a, all these squads is like from that country. But uh, that's rare. That's rarely the case. Uh, certain countries, it is absolutely the case. Like, but there's certain ones. But there are you know there are an awful lot of like you know mercenary head coaches yeah. from all around the world who just start 
coaching random countries. I, mean, I, I apologize I, for calling them random countries. They don't think they're random. Well, but, England, you know. England never ha- like has gone a while without having an English coach coach until no, recently. No, they. Well, I mean, for the longest time, Sven they Borg, had Sven Sw- Eriksson. Sw- yeah, they had a Swedish coach, Sven yeah. Eriksson. Doesn't you, you don't get much of a more Swedish sounding name than Sven Eriksson? I mean, look at America. They had a German. Your uh, not Jurgen Klopp. Um, what's his name? Klinsman. Um, Klinsman, Jorgen Klinsman, yeah, all their names. Uh, yeah, that's true, that's true. I'm just saying, you, you um, get the you best know. manager for your nation, and it sometimes it lines up that way where, you know, uh, Wales had, you know, mostly Welsh managing. We had a, some questionable choices there. Like Gary Speed was the manager for a bit. He passed mm-hmm. away. Then Ryan Giggs took over. Then that happened. Well, the, 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 yeah, that happened. And then Page took well, over for him. So. The current um, England manager is um, is he Southgate Gar- Gareth Southgate is he Welsh or is uh, that... no he's English okay he just has I Welsh think, I saw name. I saw the Gareth yeah I saw yeah. the Gareth and just kind of assumed you know. um, yeah, I'm, pretty... I'm assuming that someone in his family is Welsh and they're yeah. that, that but yeah. probably born in England and one of his parents is English so I've been um, well you know I mean it's the World Cup of course I've been enjoying it but mm. it's been particularly enjoyable this mm. year I th- I feel like. A lot, of, a lot of upsets. A lot of like didn't see that happening. You know, uh, Cal Morocco, first first uh, African and first Arab country uh, to ever make make it this far. Semis, yeah. That is uh, so, that is pretty impressive. And and Argentina made it through yesterday, so Messi has one more shot at it. Uh, man, the the push, oh, yeah. it it's abs- what? No, no, we were talking about it the other day. It's like the absurdity that Messi has the pressure that Ronaldo doesn't have. It's it's. Uh, it's the the way that they talk about it, especially on like like talk radio, like like Lebetard. Mm. They make it seem like Messi has not accomplished anything until he does this, and it's like really. I mean, the dude has like hundreds of trophies. Not he's one. He's one record he's setting won, player. He's won everything there is to win, and the World Cup. That would be the equivalent. I think it's the equivalent of saying like like Dan Marino, you know, like a like a Dan Marino, a Charles Barkley, who's never won a championship, um, except that. The championship happens every four years. Every year, yeah. This is every four years. Like, so obviously your chances. I mean, this is Messi's fifth fifth time at it, but like this would be the this is closer to the Olympics than it is in terms of it not being yearly. Like, so that to say that Messi's not a winner is insane to me. And I'm going to be honest. Argentina is good at football. Like they have great players. It's one of the top in nations, but it's not the best right now. It's not the. They got some youth. They got some players. Yeah. They're better than they've been lately. Like uh, in the last five years, years. four years ago, they were terrible. Yeah, but right now it's like France is on on top of its game. Yeah, like um, Brazil effed up royally. They had that game in hand, and then they kind of like lapsed, which Brazil is known to do. Yeah, it happened. Remember when we watched that uh, that legendary uh, 2014 when they got their ass ass blown out at uh, by um, Germany mm. seven to seven to one. Oh yeah, on their on their home field. Oh, that was fun. That was a fun game. Oh, it was to fantastic. Watch. Oh, we were watching. We were at state watching that. It was fantastic. Were we at I state know, or were we at we, uh, goal watching that? No, one? that that particular game. Well, no, we watched most of the games at goal for the 18 World Cup. This is the 14. Okay, I, I, it, yeah, it's I, very I, hard to keep track. I forget that we. I don't know. Well, I, it's funny. I don't. The only reason I remember. I remember that one very specifically because Brazil lost seven to one, which yeah. is very funny. We were very just like, um, "This is a bold strategy." Yeah, like a lot of the bold strategy cotton, yeah, yeah, came that's... popping out that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
another fun thing, and I it, oh shit, that was a hell kinda, of a save. You, you kind of get this during the Olympics as well, is that you you know you don't uh, you, you learn about some national anthems. You do. You know, some countries got some bangers. And one thing I actually learned yesterday, I found kind of fascinating, is the second cap on the on the national anthems. Uh huh. Um, just you know, for sake of time. Um, and not all national anthems are 90. Uh, the U.S. national anthem is longer than 90 seconds. They speed it up. Yeah, they did that for Wales, which was yeah, uh, so, very, so, the crowd was very timed off. I like, heard them talking about it on a podcast. They were like, the, the person was at home trying to like sing the national anthem. And they're like, why am I off? Wait, this is faster. They sped it up, Yeah, which is just a weird, like for other countries, you might not notice it. Like if they speed up God Save the King, I probably wouldn't notice. Oh, well, the fact that um, they've changed the title of the song. It is weird. That it, now, that is the only national anthem worldwide that actually changes, right? I believe uh, I read I that. I mean, it hasn't there. had to change in some time. It hasn't in, in about 60, well, it, in 70 years. Yeah. But but I, I believe that is the only worldwide anthem that actually changes based on who the monarch is. Uh, well, it's, there's not many monarchs left, to be honest with you. I mean, there there are plenty, but it's just kind of like not uh, ones that have much. Uh, not not ones that have much of the the even the English cachet, the cachet of the British national. Yeah, family, I don't even or think, the English national family, whatever you want to call them. I don't even think it's that. It's just a tourism thing for them, really. To be honest, they don't really have any. Um, uh, for, I don't know what they're. I do. You, is there fascinating? Obviously, the American, well, the Brit, the English, obviously, like Jude, you said, but has well, obviously, Jude's not English. Yeah, I didn't. Well, mean she that. is actually technically but, English. She was born in England. Well, okay, well, there you go. Well, I didn't want to be insulting. No, no, no. But like, I, you, you've said how much she feels, how she feels about the royal family. Mm. Um, but American, like and, and I don't honestly did Amer. I don't know this for a fact. I don't know if Americans even had that much of a fascination pre Diana. Um, like, no, probably not. Diana was a very uh, electric. Yeah, monarchy. and I, I imagine she did much for that, for the English monarchy, British monarchy. God damn it, I keep fucking it up. No, it's British. The, you're, you're all, you're all, yeah. either way. No, but, it's, yeah, I, I get it. Um, it I, yeah, I imagine she made, all, she so. made them, um, not accessible, because they're still not accessible, but they, she made them, you know. They gave them humanity, I think is the best way to put it. They took it, a, what's funny a is that, yeah. And it's not like she was like an every person. She wasn't like a commoner. Like no. she was, she was high. You know, she, she, she was very high. Yeah, you the know, Spencer uh, family. Yeah, yeah, but but she just came across as like not a you know speaks for the common person. Um, well, there you yeah, go, family he, tree. It's a <laughs> you're, you're looking up the the Spencer, Spencer family. family tree. Yeah, they have a very nice. Um, Coat of arms. Coat of arms, crest. Is there a difference between a coat of arms and a crest? Is that the same? It's a family, same thing. Okay. Family crest. Uh, they, they, she has the three seashells. Ah. We, we never got to explain to us what the sea, sea, the sea. God damn it! The The three seashells do. Yeah. I mean, it was a running demolition man callback. Yeah. Uh, it was a running joke throughout the movie that he didn't. So that Stallone didn't know how to use the three seashells, but they never actually explained what they were. No, kind of want to. I still want to know what they were. I obviously it's a cleaning system for everything, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm assuming it's just pretty much a bidet system. You know, I imagine. You know, there was a lot of in that movie, a lot of small points that kind of went unexplained, like the fact that every single restaurant was Taco Bell didn't re- wasn't really explained well, very well. I, there there was the the fast food wars. Is, sure, sure. Talk about I understand why. that. Um, right, but so they so that officially made them the only restaurant that exists. Yes, 
Okay. Well, because uh, corporations took over the world, as they do, I... and as they are doing, and Taco Bell was the corporation of one, so... And it, it also was kind of um, not truly explained, the fact that it, there was an enormous earthquake that yes. caused... Um, San Angeles. Great... Yes, and it so it basically caused the... In, in Demolition Man, in the future, which is not that far in the future anymore... Actually, didn't we already pass it? No, it's like 2030, wasn't it? Uh, I think it's... I think... I, so it is still the future, just not by much. I think it's actually um, right now. Is it? I, th- I think it might be like 2036. Me, I don't know me, why me, I'm thinking look. that. It's it's crazy how we have passed so many dates that were the future in previous, uh, you know, in, in the things of our childhood and long before that where they were like talking about the future. We've already passed some of those years. Like hell, didn't um, – Okay, so, 20, what? so it first took place in 1997 when... Yeah, the, the, which at the time was the future, because the movie came out in like 93, 94, didn't 2032. it? 2032. So it's not okay, that far it off. Tw- so it's nine not, years, not, essentially. Not that... So, but in that time, we will have gone through like an apocalypse and then back on the other side, because the 1997, in Dem- at the beginning of Demolition Man, was a hellscape. Yes. Like, like it, it, they do that thing where... Uh, it's so funny. Like, L.A. doesn't really have a lot of landmarks. So, like, when they're showing, like, an apocalyptic future. The Hollywood sign is on fire. It's, it's always the Hollywood sign or it's the Capitol Records building. Those are the only two, like, landmarks of, of uh, oh, this is how we'll show that the city is is in distress. Um, or in the in, in uh, Independence Day, they used the uh, U.S. Bank building downtown that they blew up. But that's not even, like, a landmark. Like, if you look at the L.A. skyline, I guess you notice it. Because it used to be the tallest building. It's obviously not anymore. Now that that um, I forget the name of the building, the one where the Intercontinental Hotel is, uh, is now the tallest building. But like it used to be. But yeah, that was like their go-to. Is let's just have the Hollywood sign be on fire. Um, that'll just that'll just show them. Now I'm just trying to figure out when when everything's supposed to be set. So now I'm like, oh, when was Escape from Los Angeles set up? Uh, by 2013. Uh, well, because you what some of the other ones that we've that have come and gone. Obviously, Back to the Future Two was Terminator seven Two. Years. Seven years ago. Terminator 2 was 97. 97? Yeah. I, I want to say like Judgment Day was like August 30th, 1997. Um, hell, this is uh, somebody, I don't even know who noticed it, but like 2022 is the year that um, George Jetson was oh, born. Yep. So, so we haven't gotten to the Jetsons yet because he was obviously a middle-aged man, but he was born this year. Uh-huh. And um, I don't, Blade, oh, Blade Runner was later because Blade Runner was 2049. like 20. 2049 well that so, was the, the most recent one so yeah i don't like, remember how 20, 2020 yeah 20. but so but um we're not getting that far from the original star trek um like obviously star trek always they they use their own um, calendar it was always star date something something point mm-hmm. something but i believe the original series was based around now like it's so we because you know back when that shows on in the 60s the 2020s sound really far away I'm just like, and you know, you didn't want to make it too far in the future. You didn't want to make it like, you know, 2516 because that just seemed too far away. You want to make it seem like, okay, this could happen in our lifetime, even though it has not. Although, to be honest, we, we, we've gotten quite a bit from Back to the Future 2 has happened. Okay. Not so, all of it, obviously, but a lot of it has happened. We haven't gotten up to Jaws 13 or whatever they the movie was supposed to be in the in the Hill Valley 20, 2015 but Right. So uh it turns out Blade Runner was 2019. Okay, so okay, so 20 the the sequel was 30 years later? Yep. 
because okay i never saw the sequel i just uh, I, not bad i actually quite enjoyed it i thought I, uh, i'm not gonna i didn't love blade runner i found it that's fine boring. it's like listen it's, it, it's a beautiful movie but i found it kind of boring uh it is you know it's more of the it's, it, it is the artsy side of sci-fi like where and it's yeah you're told well, to it, like something it's like uh, Bottle Rocket and all all the uh, Anderson movies. It's like mm, you're supposed to love we, these movies. You're like you're yeah. told to love these movies. You can't be um, like que- you can't question them. You know, you're like mm-hmm. you don't get filmmaking if you don't understand. I these movies. will question the hell out of them. Yeah, I like the what was it what was the the third one that he did. Uh, Rushmore's fine. Um, what is it? Bo- yeah, Bottle Rocket was the first. first right. Then. Um, uh, the Tana, Royal Tannenbaums was Royal my, Tana favorite. Was was my favorite. Not many's, but uh, after that, it's just kind of like Owen Wilson stopped writing with them, and it just kind of yeah, fell they, off. they became more and more so like it, it. They got into the point where he's become a caricature of himself. Well, it's like Tim- not, not unusual. Directors a lot, and he's not the only one. John Woo, John yeah. Woo definitely oh, became definitely a character, but he but and they into the to be. John Woo leaned into it in a kind of a, oh, in a cheesy, a campy way. In, yeah, like he had an awareness about it. I feel like Wes Anderson's just doing it because he feel because he can. I, I will say this: I think it's very Tim Burton esque. And after watching, I just saw Wednesday this past. Uh, like, I was going to ask, have you? Yeah, quite entertaining. Um, Burton has softened his style, so it's not as um, Brittany. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's very hard to, you know, he he's modernized himself. I think mm-hmm. is the best way to put it because there's like that you know that 1950s kind of touch that he does with everything he d- he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Edward Scissorhands. For yeah, sure. like that kind of like the he softened the coloring. It's not so goth like the gothic undertones are so much. They're still there, but it's like softened in a, in a good way. Where it's it feels like like I mean we when you first mentioned it, I think I learned about this the this new show when we you talked about it like. a a month or two ago mm. um the 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 combined combination of of tim burton with with the adams family seems like a match made in heaven absolutely like like that just screwed like if you if you were to tell me like go back and watch like not the not the show i didn't watch the show i mean i knew the show i, I don't know how much of i watched but the movies obviously we grew up with right if you would have told me that was a tim burton movie i would have absolutely believed you it had the entire aesthetic of a tim burton movie like the first two. Yes. Um, I, I'm trying to think of the, you know, he, he had his hands in everything. Like he did pay homage to some of his old films within the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. And now, and now it's a, it's a, how many episodes is it? Uh, It's 10 episodes, I believe. So it's not, it's not a big binge. It's quite entertaining. It's like a darker uh, Nancy Drew kind of thing. Interesting. And, and they, um, is, so the, the the premise is basically her all out at a at a boarding school, right? Right. She's uh, caused enough trouble in the real world where they send send them to their alma mater. The, uh... So how much of a focus is there on? Like, obviously, I know Catherine Zeta Jones, and I know not um, much. They're 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 spot. What's it? Um, what's it what's Louis, his name? Uh, go, go, Louis. No, Louis, no Louis. Guzman. Louis Guzman. Guzman yeah. Um, like I've you know I've seen that they're in it. I've seen that Armisen, Fred Armisen, is Uncle Fester, but mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's it's. It from all the clips and everything I've read, it seems like Wednesday away at school is more of the focus. That is the focus. Yes, they do pop up. They, you know, there are tidbits here and there, but it's kind of like, uh, how would I put? It? Hey, oh. Sam. Hi, Sam. Welcome. We were just talking Wednesday. Hi. I'm I'm driving to work right now. Sorry. So oh no, no, you're fine. Let me turn my camera. No, we were just talking I... about like I was just trying to explain. Uh, 
how Wednesday is kind of like the American Harry Potter. Have you watched it yet, Sam? Interesting. Yeah. Because it's just like... No, I haven't watched any TV, unfortunately. No. Well, yeah, you got a young one. That probably takes up most of your time. Two, yeah. Two, well... One, Two, yeah. One's kind of self-functioning at this point in time. The other one, not so much. I mean, you would think self-functioning, but no. No. <laughs> She's okay, for Did, the most part. Sam, you have a nice birthday? I mean, obviously, I, you sent me Benny Hanna, yeah, Benny Hanna photos, so obviously it was pretty nice. That was the first part of my birthday, yes. Um, I drank way too much. My coworkers took me out. Oh. There was, like, a media event the night of my birthday, and I didn't want to go because it was, like, media, you know? Like, why do I want to spend with, like, it's because it wasn't just my coworkers. It was, like, all of, like, media. But they're like, well, we're all going, and it's like our company's, you know, our company usually pays for drinks for clients and stuff. So I'm like, it's kind of like a free party. I'm like, all right. So I just nice. went and drank way too much. Where like, was it? Where did you say it was? Too. It was at the Sky Bar at the Mondrian. Oh, Ooh. very nice. Yeah, okay. I know. Um, and it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, well, I'm 42. I'm gonna take it easy. But what I didn't realize is that like one of the the offshoots of our company like they're kind of run like a like kind of like a startup still so like i usually go to that office in beverly hills once a week and on my birthday they were having their holiday party like a holiday lunch so it was like catered it was nice but like we started drinking at one Ooh. that day oh god and that was like a big mistake like it was awful because i like drank so much to the point where I was so drunk by the time I got to the event. <laughs> I didn't even drink anymore because I was at the event and I was like, I can't. I already, at that point, I already had like eight drinks. And mind you, it, it was like since one. So we, I got there like at eight. So it's, it's, it's not, it sounds like a lot of drinks. And it was, but I can't handle that. I can't do all day drinking. And you know me, like, I don't drink beer. Like, I drink vodka. Yeah, yeah. So... And then we were taking shots. There was some tequila shots involved because people were like, it's your birthday. And I was like, okay. This is making me sick thinking about it. Yeah, that uh, does not. Yeah, it was not. Like, it was not a great recovery by any means. I was still tired by Sunday. I saw Hugh on Sunday because I had brunch. Yeah. I was still super tired from Thursday. (laughs) That's how it works, though, these days. Well, it's because we're old. Yeah. I didn't. Is, is Skybar still a? Uh, I'm I'm happy to hear that it survived the pandemic. Oh, is it still it like indeed. a big thing? It had a yeah. big resurgence because I mean, it's I outdoors. Know, the event was kind of weird because I think they were trying to be COVID friendly, so it was mostly outside. So it was freezing, like mm-hmm. by the pool. It was fine. It's cool. Have, Sam, have you seen what what's going on with the den now? The the den's new life. No. Oh God, it's like super high end now. Uh, it's still Brett. It's still Why? Brett. Brett still owns it, but he reopened it. Because like, he wanted to make it, it into his own liking. Yeah, he he basically. I read an article about it. Basically, he he now that that, that sunset's becoming so all everything's so like high end loungy. So he tried to. So now he turned the den into that to the point where like they over oh, the the entire inside's redone. The menu, the drinks, everything. It's they serve caviar now. It's just it's it's not it's what? nonsense. There, I, 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 it's like screw our clientele. I'm just gonna do whatever I want. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. They, I saw yesterday they posted their um the flyer for their New Year's party, which you know they always had a New Year's party. We went a few times. A it was, few times we went like every year. Did we? Yeah. 
okay, we won. Okay. And even then, I think like I remember when they like their first one or their first big one, I think they were charging like a $50 cover charge or something. But we were such regulars there that I remember handing like sh- handing Shawnee like a $50 bill and she handed me two twenties back as change um, because that's how often we went there. But then I saw their flyer now is they have table service and for VIP table service at the fucking den for New Year's Eve is a thousand dollars. Who, who, who would pay for that? Who a thousand dollars at the den? What? I wouldn't pay that much for any. No, well, I wouldn't do bottle service anywhere, but that that's absurd. But yeah, I don't I like the, all the photos. I it just it, it's a completely different place. Oh, it's, I, yeah, man. it's not the den. Like I was like I was shocked they still had TVs up. To be honest with you. Oh, do they? Because I th- and all the photos you can't even see the TVs. Yeah, I went to the f- the family and friends thing because uh, a few few friends of the show wanted to go check it out, and I was like, "Well, this is different." And I yeah. Um... Uh, Travis, you know the legend. I, I I ask him if he's if he's popped by there, and he's like, I haven't been to the den in in years. No, um, he hasn't which been not, this way in that forever. Yeah, so. not surprising. He's he's a, he's a city guy now. He's yeah, a downtown. He's downtown. Guy. He's yeah, downtown. he sent he sent he sent me a photo that was clearly from the den's account posting it. That was from our seats. It was like looking at the bar from you know we we had our we had our assigned seating. Yes, we did. Uh, un, unofficial, no official. It was pretty official. official. Travis would kick people out of it, so it was pretty official. Um, and it just looked weird from that angle. Just it's just not the same. I don't. I mean, not that I expect. I mean, that would help. The, the den heyday. We're talking ten years ago. So oh, I, mean, the, I don't. Ten, yeah, I guess it was ten years ago now. Well, uh, I keep getting like Facebook from like memories of Snowden from like nine years ago, and I'm like, I remember that. <laughs> oh, those were uh, the the Halloween. I always I always just remember that my my favorite memory from the Halloween party, Sam, was when you came in in the hazmat suit. Oh, that was a good one. That was, and I, I felt so bad. You were you were so hot, like every time you took that the yeah you you and Josh went as Breaking Bad. It was yeah, awful. every time you took the mask off, it you were awful. like drenched in sweat. Which I can only I mean that room was hot anyway. But to be wearing a giant hazmat suit. No, but but you know what was worse, um, Mona Lisa, because I couldn't <laughs> even drink. <laughs> was, I forgot. Did we go to the den? Because I remember yeah, that did. night we went to we went to yeah we ended up at the den. That's because we went to Bossa Nova. Uh, and then we went to that bar that's over by, you know, that that's like on um, high, uh, uh, La Brea and, and Hollywood. I can't think of the name of the bar. Something Lounge. Um, yeah, that, and you, I just remember you couldn't walk through doors. You had to turn to walk through a door. That was. I couldn't eat or drink because, like, my arms weren't long enough. I couldn't go around <laughs> the painting, and so people bring with taped straw, like long straws, together for me so I could at least drink. <laughs> I that was I remember that we were at Boss Nova and um is that still there? Is Boss Nova still exists? Boss Nova I, still exists. They okay, actually um, I, it, they they opened a new location in Sunset Plaza actually. Oh wow! Oh, so is that one on down? Is that did it move then? Is that one? No, still no, down the, the one street? the one's still down on Sunset, like oh, the old odd. one. They they put one in on the plaza because you know fancy. That the that night was uh, I love that place that but that night it was especially funny because we were with a group there was like eight or nine of us I don't I guess it was Halloween itself or it must have been because I don't know why you well would... yeah because it was during the parade that's I okay going, meeting up at Janine and Danielle's beforehand I think because because that was the year that Nausea was Slash right yeah she was I, I think, was guess. yeah but but at the at our at the restaurant there was like eight of us and not everybody was dressed up. Because you know we didn't always dress up, 
but yeah, she was Slash, and then you, yeah, you were in with with your Mona Lisa. But we were sitting like not on the patio, but really close to the front door. So like everybody who came in, you were just like right there, um, and it was just hysterical just to see everybody's reactions <laughs> when they walk in and see you, and then just without fail, just would start laughing, which was it was perfect. Loved it. Yeah, I remember two Swedish guys outside of the den trying to steal my costume because they were trying it on and they'd ran off and took off. And they were, it was like, it felt like I was on like a prank show because they were videotaping it. And I'm like, this is not good content, guys. <laughs> and then um, I, I forgot somebody else who I knew from the den who I wasn't like good friends with, like chased after them and actually got my costume back for me, um, which is very nice. And uh, what else? That night was that night was such a cluster because I remember that was like in the early early stages of Uber, and I couldn't get a ride back to my car because my car was in Beverly Hills because that's where I was working at the time, and Z ended up giving me a ride because he's the best valet guy ever. Oh all yes, time. yes, all time, all time, and literally like I was standing outside, he's like do you need a ride? Are you okay? I'm like, I've been trying to call an Uber for forever. No, no taxis are picking me up. Cause I remember I was, we put like Mike in a taxi. We put, I think Lisa and not everybody was in a taxi and I was the last one. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just catch the next one. And it just never came. And so he drove me back to my car at work and it was very lovely. I was actually, it's funny you say that. I was trying to remember the other day. I don't remember exactly why, but like when Uber blew up, cause I was like trying to remember stories of our past. Like when we go out drinking and whatnot, and I was trying to remember, at what point did we start using Uber? Because I remember, I mean, we rarely used cabs unless it was like a like going to like a pub crawl where we like called the cab to our apartment and then everybody went from there. But like we rarely took cabs home because it was hard to get a cab. Like, you know, in L.A., you can't just hail a cab. Well, you, you'd either have to go to a hotel or you could call them. But it from takes, the den, there's a, there was that cab stop at the... Oh, you're right. Oh, in front of the newsstand. Uh, yeah. 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 So there was there was you're right. But but for the most part, you know, no. L. A. is not Chicago, New York. You can't stand on a curb and hail a cab. Uh, Uber um, started in 2013, nope. so somewhere in that yeah. like 13, 14. And even then, I feel like it was a slow. Oh uh, yeah. It wasn't like all of a sudden there's Ubers everywhere. Um, well, I was at that job in Beverly Hills between 2013 and 2016. So I had parked there obviously during that night for Halloween. So it must have been like, and Ubers were around because I was trying to call them and they just would never pick, pick up. So it was definitely around that time, but it didn't blow up, blow up and become a lot more convenient until years later from what I recall, because it was still like super early. Like LA was one of the big um, cities that it was like kind of testing. And it was such a cluster. I remember just trying, oh, yeah. like oh, people, sure. people would steal your Ubers all the time because they didn't give you like the name or the license plate or anything. People would just hop in and, and go. And I remember like that, that was what was happening at Halloween that night. And I was just so over it. Thank God for Zing, man. He, oh, he saved us a number of times. Oh, um, I mean, Uber, it's it's so funny. Like, I make jokes about how St. Louis feels like it's, you know, 10 years behind. But Uber, it's not that Uber isn't big here. It's just that there aren't that many, there aren't a lot of drivers. Not that I go anywhere. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I, mean, I, I don't drink, so, like, I, it's not like I'm going anywhere that, that I need an Uber. Um, but it's, it, but, like, you know, when I when I was at the airport fairly recently, uh, a month or two ago, when I came back from Utah, like, getting an Uber from the, I, my flight got in super late i got it it was delayed but it was going to get in late anyway i landed in st louis at 1 a.m and it was impossible to get an uber just because there just were no drivers at that time of night it's, it's weird yeah i can see that 
Well, so remember when I worked at that company that was based in St. Louis for oh, a while? Yeah. yeah. I went to your, like I went a, to your holiday like party. A, a good year. Yeah, it was like a good year, right? And so um, I remember flying in to St. Louis twice for that. And I did take Ubers and I met very interesting people, like very, very interesting people were Uber drivers in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. One, she was driving and her boyfriend or husband or somebody significant other was in the passenger seat because he she was starting she was a new driver and he wanted to make sure that she was safe oh my god i remember that every single ride with them i remember you telling me about that after the fact so weird (laughs) either that or like she was really really like in a bad domestic violence situation where he was just so controlling that like she just had to be around like he just had to be with her on every ride. I, it was so awkward. Either way, that that would be that would. Hell, I was awkward. I I don't I don't know if Uber Pool is still a thing, but I no. hated Uber Pool because I did not. I mean, it's like, why do I? I don't want to be in a car full of people. Like I used the, to do it because it was so much cheaper. Oh, it was for yeah. sure. But it like, was I'll just suck it up, carpool it. That was my. Well, that was for my now idea. with COVID, but yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what got rid of Uber Pool because. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Live Nation used to uh, give money to their workers to take Uber Pool. Like, so you had an allowance for that. And once they got rid of Uber Pool, it's like, what do we do now? So, you know, because of the. Eh. Well, yeah. Well, we got spoiled uh, hanging out with, uh, you know, friends of the show. Um, I won't mention them by name, but who, uh, uh, you know, they, they wouldn't go below Uber Black. Oh like yes, yes, was, yes, 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 and so we got we got spoiled with our daily rides down Sunset, down to Beverly Hills, down to wherever, because they just would not lower themselves to to drive around, you know, get picked up in a Prius. It had to be an SUV. It had to be a black car. That shifted it had to be over the years. That has shifted. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, a little bit, but um, you know, my favorite this, is the the, the half mile ride. Like you can't walk that. Oh God, yeah, that was I even. I, well, I'll admit even. My walking wasn't quite as insane back then, but even that was like, I can walk to state. I'm not going to take a fucking Uber. It's like a mile down Sunset, and it's a nice walk down Sunset. It is. I like that walk. Yeah, we always it, it, we had friends uh, that would like Uber home from the den to like their house on Sweetser. I'm not going na- to name the sisters by name, even though we've already mentioned them um, about 10 minutes ago. Uh, they would get an Uber from the den to their apartment, which... I guess made sense because there was like, you know, they had the, if you're wearing heels or something and Sweetser is a very steep street, but it just seemed, I almost at that point, it's not even like that. I feel that I'm being lazy. I feel bad for making a driver do that. Cause, cause like they're, they're, they're picking you up and then it's like, and I I believe the way Uber, I've never, I mean, just from people I know who are drivers, like they don't, you can't see what the the location is. Cause they, I know like when they pick you up because they like Uber has a policy where they don't want drivers to turn you down because they don't want to go to wherever you you need to go. But like, so you're getting into a car and, and it pops up where you're going and it's like, you're going down the street. That's going to be annoying to them when they could have picked up a much higher fare. So like, I just feel bad doing that. Yeah, I used to do it in New York all the time. Yeah. For some reason it feels, yeah, I, I guess that's true. But it just feels weird taking it down the street. But then again, on the other end, I would feel bad taking them too far. Like it's it's one thing to take you know pick go to the airport. But I remember when um, when you know my girlfriend lived in Calabasas, 
we took one from from Los Feliz to Calabasas, and I was like, the whole time I'm like, I feel really bad that I make we're making this driver drive like 90 miles on a Saturday night. Um, um no, they're getting paid, and also sorry, Los excuse Feliz. me. And um, what else? <laughs> it's Feliz Navidad season. Come on, well, get a well, no, and I did, um, I I, I did. That's true. <laughs> I I did because a uh, um, another friend, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Mary. Uh, who was an Uber and a Lyft driver, which I always was curious about that, the drivers that do both, because um, I, I guess it's identical in every way. Um, I think at but, one point Lyft was treating their drivers a bit better than Uber, so oh, uh, okay. now they're both being treated like garbage, so no no change there. So, But she would, you know, I would talk to, she, I would be texting her while she was on the clock, and I and I even mentioned that to her once. I was like, "Does it does it bother you when you when you pick up somebody and they want to go like down to Orange County, like something that's really going to screw up your night because it's going to limit your fares and you're going to end up down in Orange County? And more than more than likely, you're not going to be able to find a fare back. Like you're not going to find somebody down there who needs to come back to L.A. Um, and she was like, "No, it's I love it. I don't have to deal with more. I could, you know, it's like dealing with only one person in the back of the car instead of multiple." And she's like, "Like you said, she's like, I get paid." So I don't, I don't care. It's so, so that made me feel less bad about it. Yeah. I asked um, one of my Uber drivers a while ago, um, like the farthest ever gone, it was San Diego. I would just, that would just be a weird, an awkward moment when, cause like I said, you, they don't see where you're going until you get in the car. So it'd be like, what is going through their head when they look at it? And like, wait, you want to go, you want to go how far? But, no, they have like parameters though. Because I was talking to one of the guys, and it's just like, um, he's like, "Oh, you're my last ride tonight," and I'm like, "Oh, like, where do you live?" And so I'm like, "How does it all work?" Because I think there's a function where you can set your limits as to how far you want to go. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. If that makes sense, like, and then if it's your last ride, like, he's like, "I usually try to pick up a ride that's on my way home." That makes sense. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm sure. I, I'm what is sure. that? I mean, they're 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 professionals. They know what they're doing. But like, you know, you see those funny stories that like go viral about like a drunk person who took a who took an Uber from Philly to New York City on a you know in the middle of the night, and it's always like, and the driver was okay with that. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess. Mean, if you think about it, people used to take taxis all the way to other cities too because there's no true. other way. That's true. Well, we. And I was New York isn't that far, to be honest. I was yeah. never, I was never huge into Uber or Lyft because I was a Huber guy. Huber, I found, I found the customer service on Huber. Well, it was a little sometimes <laughs> abrasive, but you got, you got, you got to where you're going. Yeah, uh, Huber's only been working for. There, mean, there's a bit of an anger issue with the driver at times. Uh, yeah, that was angry driver. Oh my god, not, that not an angry was, driver. Just like I, I call it my bubble of rage, uh, where I will say whatever the the hell I want to say while driving. I don't change my driving style. Don't get no. more aggressive. I don't put anyone in risk. I just it's, say words it's that people jar- don't expect. It is jarring to know everyday Hugh and, uh, you know, your personality, your demeanor. But then to be in car Hugh, yeah. um, I was in a, I was in the car enough with you that I, I was not taken aback. But the same couple that I just did not mention, the one who used to love the Uber Blacks and such, I remember a day when you drove – and we were like on a side street, and somebody—I don't recall what happened—but you yelled. Um, uh, I dropped the C bomb. 
the C bomb. You C bombed a person, and the and the, the people in the back seat were like, "What is happening?" There, there was many more. Seen, I've never seen this level of hue before. There's a lot of expletives that come that came before that C bomb too. I I do recall the moment. Yeah, um, yeah I like I have no. I I remember exactly where we were. We were yeah. like right off of like Beverly, I think. Yep. But I don't remember what caused it. But it was jarring. The, the, you went from from zero to hundred real fast. Stupidity happened. Yeah. That's usually the cause. Well, you know, it's called road rage for a reason. People people do that. Yeah. But it's always, as I say, nothing about me changes. Like, my driving technique or anything. I don't get up in people's business, like, tailgating No, them, no. Which I usually associate more with road rage is, like, the, uh, the your, your driving becomes more aggressive and you, you know, try to cut them off or you just kind of tailgate them until... Well, there was that one time that you tried, you did try to get out in the car in traffic. Uh, that's because, well, okay, I was parking. Uh, I was outside the den. This yeah, is a, yeah. a moment. And uh, someone just kept honking at me as I was just backing up. And so I proceeded to open the door, flip them off, yell at them to go around if they are so eager to get by me. It's, it's a two lane street. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm pointing out that I was trying to park my car uh mm. they did not proceed to like it too much but they were also in one of those weird little bmw electric cars you know like the little uh, one those like the smart the, car version the i3 yeah yeah so i yeah that, that, that was a moment it was also raining so it happens it happens yeah. to the best of us yeah i don't know if i've ever gotten <laughs> no i was gonna say i've never gotten out of a car to yell at somebody Somebody said that to, to to Josh while I was in the car with him. And the other guy was totally at fault. And you're like, because it's just, you know, the Costco parking lot's insane. Oh, God. Um, the madness it and is. And so this crazy, this guy came out and was yelling at Josh. And we're like, seriously? And like, this was when Kara was a baby. And I'm like, we have a baby in the car. I'm like, what are you going to do, dude? And then because he got out of the car, he was like, missing the the light to turn and everybody was honking at him i'm like what are you doing you're like causing more traffic like just get back in your car and go like it was ridiculous so oh, people are the best it was awful and by, and you know, and by best the worst. Gas station, yeah you know the gas station attendants at the costco gas like i don't know if you guys go there that often but there's usually like people that work at costco like in the gas area like one of them came out and they're like are you okay we're like we don't i don't understand like <laughs> Like, like, I'm like, can you just get back in your car and go? Like, what's your deal? <laughs> no, 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 that's about right. It's it's amazing how um, the 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 parking lot there. It's like uh, the Whole Foods parking lot in West Hollywood. In well, in all Trader Joe's parking it was, lots. It was, it was, all the parking lots suck. Yeah, it's, they do. Yeah, it's a it's a Hunger Games Mad Max situation. They just um, it totally is. St. Louis has Costco, so I don't know why this was such a big deal, but a new one just opened, and like, you'd think you'd think it was the second coming. People were so excited about it, and I don't, I don't really know why. Um, I mean, I mean, Co- I mean, Costco's great. I mean, I, you know, I mean, you know me, I'll, I'll that that hot dog and and drink for a dollar sixty three. I'll 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 do that all day. Though I, I did for some reason, I, I saw recently, I don't know why I was looking this up, but I, I saw like a chart of like the nutritional in, info for like the concessions at Costco. And oh my Jeez. God, is that hot dog not good? Like hot dogs in general are not good for you. But that one in particular is really bad for you in terms of like all the shit that's in it. But it's still delicious. I don't care. 
It's a hot dog. What do you expect? That's true. I know. And that chicken bake, also not very good for you. But uh, Costco's awesome. We have two, though, here. Because we, we also have Sam's Club, which I don't believe L.A. really has. Uh, it's Sam's Club. It's owned by the Waltons. It's um, it's identical, except it's it's just you know called Sam's Club instead of Costco. But um, we have plenty of those. I don't, I don't even, I can't even tell you the last time I went. Did Costco has Costco brought back the samples? I know those went away during COVID. Are they? Yeah. Okay, good, because that was that that was the of all the things that happened during COVID. The thing that was truly sad to me was when I heard that Costco got rid of their samples. There are two Sam's Clubs <laughs> in the Los An- Greater Los Angeles area. Really? So, um, huh. one is out in Southgate. The other is El Monte. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I mean, they're identical. There's no. Yeah. I mean, there's. It doesn't. Well, I guess. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Couldn't tell you any difference between the two of them. Um, I just don't. You know, shop for for things in that that level of bulk. No, you need a family to. You literally need to have a family to defend the the, the need for a Costco card. Yeah. Not necessarily. Well, yeah. I mean, well, it depends. Like uh, some, like I would, you know, in, in my younger, in my twenties, I would, I would go. Like especially when I lived up in the hills, I would drive up to that on in Los Feliz, the the one right up over the hill, and I would go get, I would get a meal there because, like I said, dollar sixty three for a hot dog and a soda. You can't beat that. But that particular one, the concession stand was on the outside, so you didn't need a membership. Some of them, they're on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. So. So basically, there are things that you can get at Costco uh, without a membership, and um, the pharmacy is one. Alcohol is the other. You just can't return it. And really, uh, I didn't. I, I didn't yeah. know you. So you can walk in without a card and buy alcohol. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I knew. I knew that the you know the the whole Kirkland brand about how like Kirkland is actually high end stuff, um, or yeah. the equivalent of high end stuff. Um, yeah, it's just white labeled. Yeah, yeah. But I had no idea. That's interesting. Huh. Just throw it out there. You just I, can't return it. So, like, if you have a big party or something and you want to buy bulk alcohol, like, that's the best place to go. Excuse me. That's the best place to go. You just can't return anything. I had no idea. That is fascinating. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you get like a, I know so many things about Costco. It's ridiculous. I bet, I bet you do. Um, huh. Good to know. Well, not really. But I'm also, not, I, like, like they, they don't just sell, like, bulk items, sure, but, like, if you need anything for, like, the kitchen, like, they have, appliance, they have like, small appliances, big appliances. I mean, they sell everything there. So it's, like, worth it for me just to get a membership, not even just for the food and, like, the bulk items. It's, it's, it's everything. I do most of my shopping at Costco and Trader Joe's, and that's it. That makes sense. Hmm. And Target, yeah. Target, yeah. Uh-huh. Can't beat that. Um, I've gotten yeah. accustomed to the Walmart shopping world, which is a very, very Ooh, different kind of place. That is. That, I don't even know where the closest Walmart is. This is down I in think, Orange County for me. So. Well, that the there is a, I think, well, not maybe not to you, Sam, but I know the Walmart. The only Walmart I would ever go out to was out in like Panorama City, like in the, in, in the Deep Valley. I don't even remember why really? I went out there, like because there'd be no reason because Walmart is well, the worst. There used to be one near your Cochrane house, like in my place now, but they closed it because it was in the mall. I don't know oh, if you yeah. ever went to that one. Guys, uh, yeah. yeah. What was the other one? Like, there was Target and Walmart. There was a third one. I can't remember what it was now. Do you know what I'm like talking a, about? Like a big box type yeah. store? Um, I'm not sure. I'm just drawing a blank on it. I was like, oh, yeah, there used to be this thing, and I can't remember what like it was. Kohl's or Kmart? Or? Kmart is what I was saying. Kmart. Oh, of course. Kmart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think 
those exist anymore. That's I what believe. I was thinking. I mean, there was the one, one there. There's the one by the Grove the for Grove. a while. That one, yeah. that one closed before I left, so that one's been gone for a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, that's one. Of, there's I I was at a mall recently here where they had a J.C. Penny, and um, I didn't know wow. that the, I didn't know those still existed. It felt like being in a time machine. Um, and that's how I feel about Kmart. I'm sure there is a Kmart that exists somewhere, kind of like there's still that last blockbuster up in Oregon. Um, but I do, who knows? Who can say? I, I, I just find it funny. Still at the Fox Hills Mall. Oh, there hmm. you go. I just, that, uh, it's just amazing how you're like, oh, what was that thing? It's like Radio Shack's pretty much dead and Circuit City gone. Oh, Circuit City's, uh, yeah. Montgomery Ward. Sam Goody. Oh. Oh Sam Goody. Do you remember when there was Tower Do you remember briefly there was Blockbuster Music? Yep. Like Blockbuster had their, oh, yeah. their music store. There was one in Westwood, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. Like the 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 one that be, eventually it became the Urban Outfitters. I'm really curious. Sam, do you ever go in Westwood anymore? It's been a while. Like I mean, it was so dead like when I was still there, like I'm re that was pre-pandemic, like the streets were really sad, like entire blocks of businesses were closed. I can't imagine what it looks like post-pandemic. I'm guessing be... it's pretty much the same, if not worse, to be honest with you, Nate. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. the students are still there, like, right? So, But it's so sad. Like, I, I want to say that they finally are turning Jerry's into something. I just don't remember what. Oh, and the, the, is the, the, Chili, the Chili's is still nothing, right? I mean, that's been nothing yeah. for, for, like, over 10 years now. They, do, do you remember? up a Chili's in Santa Monica. Nice. It's like Chili's to go. It's very exciting. Oh, it's, nice. It's, I have not been to Chili's in some time. I think they should reopen, Sam. Remember when it was duets, when Chili's was like that that oh, yeah. that that uh, nightclub? Uh, it's like a jazz nightclub when we were in college, and it was like sort of high-end. Like you'd see these couples dressed up like in suits and things. It was. It did not fit in Westwood in any way. Well, wasn't there like a shooting there, and that's when people got really like, no more dancing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They had an issue where they they didn't have a dance. It's so weird. I don't understand the whole dancing license because I remember a lot of places in in Westwood, like even if you went to like Madison's, they'd be like, no, like you try to start dancing, they'd be like, no, you can't dance here. It's like a big thing. There's a TV a... show that did something like that. It's like you can't like uh, forget it's a bar and you're like you're not allowed to dance because you don't have the license to dance. Yeah, it's very, it's something very specific that's very true. I I don't know the reasoning behind it. Maybe somebody who who's worked in food service could could enlighten me but i don't yeah it's very it's a very much a thing um my my parents they they I, I have some restaurant in new york some famous i think elaine's elaine's in new york my parents went there like on a date when they were before they were married before me and like my mom was dancing and they got yelled at because you just aren't you weren't allowed to do that because the place could get in trouble seriously yeah, yeah the place can get in trouble if like if they don't have a permit to dance you can't dance there it's very very a uh, footloose in a restaurant it's very strange I don't know if it's a if it's a liability thing. If somebody could get hurt, I have no idea. But it's very seems very strange to me. Well, I feel like I feel like dancing is conducive to over being overserved drinks and loose women. So that's why. <laughs> that's true. Maybe maybe I'm sure they're 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 all tied <laughs> together. I'm sure. No, uh, but um, but that's the thing. Like I've always thought it was strange because we did dance at Madison's. Pine Night was insane. Oh yeah. Like. Was Pine? I, I was trying to remember this recently. Also, was Pine Night was a Tuesday or was it a Thursday? Wasn't it? It was Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Yeah, because we we had our nights. Because Monday night was uh, margaritas at Acapulco, then Tuesdays was Pine Night. 
And Thursdays is because I think the frats always had parties on Thursdays. Frats, yeah, they always did on Thursdays. Yeah, we we make a week of it, even though we didn't live that close. Like we we lived pretty far from campus, which was unfortunate. One of, do you remember one of my friends that was like the president of, of the Jewish frat, A Pi? Like, yeah. I I was at that frat literally probably for like a month for during my senior year at some point, like almost every other day, just hanging out because I knew a lot of his friends. And then I was just like, oh, this is weird. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it was like a frat. I just the, would never see myself hanging out at a frat. But the I only, it, so. the only frat, because I didn't, I didn't have any friends in frats um, it, when we were in school. Uh, the only one that I ever went to parties at was uh, Oaxaca because of, uh, you know, because oh, right. of our, our roommate Mel, our roommate Sarah's boyfriend Mel. Um <laughs> was in Oaxaca, which it was, uh, we were actually, it was kind of not a, not a derogatory to call it Oaxaca, but it was like one of those, that's what we can call it. You can't call it that. Cause it was, a, it was a, me- right. Mex- it was a Mexican fraternity. Um, right. and like, so it was like, if you're on the outside, you're not supposed to call it that. Um, but yeah, they used to, they, they were, they had a house and they were, they, they would have these huge parties and like, I would get, I would, Mel would get me into them. And I was usually the only white guy there. I mean, you know, there weren't a lot of guys there in the first place because it's a frat party. They want they want you know girls there, but I was definitely the only white guy there. And I remember Mel would get me in by just telling the the guy working the door that I was the DJ. I was always the DJ, despite not having any equipment in any way. That was how I got in, and that was really the only frat I ever ever hung out in at, at the entire time we were in school. Okay, it guys. Was fun. Well, on that story we got to wow. get going. So. Unfortunately, it's a got to beat that hour now. We're, we're shooting for under an hour now, Sam. Yeah. So we made. Are it. you st- are you still driving, Sam? How long is your commute? Forever. I I just got here. Okay. Okay. Good. Perfect timing then. Perfect yeah, timing. Well, done. well yeah. done. Good having you on, Sam. Love yeah. It's been, ah. Yeah. It's great to talk to you guys. All Absolutely. Right. Okay. You get to work. We'll talk to you hopefully next week. We got to figure out a time. Uh, I'll, we'll we'll talk about it like uh, via the group text. See if we can figure out a more conducive time where we all can sit down together again more normally. Sure. Yeah, sounds good. All, all right. right, guys. Talk to you guys this later. Is, this, this has been a hoot. All right. Always. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.